How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, hello and welcome to this week's installment, this week's episode of the Parenting Tools podcast. My name is Jordan. And my name is Jason. That makes us sound a little bit more like construction workers. Does it? <laughs> just going to install the podcast here <laughs> oh the installation i was thinking i've never met a construction worker called jordan before parents and tools though builders have tools oh that's a reach that is <laughs> <laughs> look at us So Jason, today is the first day of the World Cup, as we record this. Didn't it start yesterday? Second day of the World Cup. There we go. <laughs> I don't even watch football that much. This, this so. tells you. It's the first time England played, so that gives you that. Yeah. yeah, this tells you how not excited I am about the World Cup. <laughs> I'm normally like a sat down watching every game. Kind every of game? Yeah, like even the... Really? Wow. The Azerbaijans versus Persia, like all of them. Um, but I've got a little World Cup quiz for you okay, oh, go on. <laughs> to kick us off. Little three questions. And if you're in the car, wherever you're listening, feel free to play along. I'll start nice and easy. Question one. Who are the current world champions of the FIFA men's soccer tournament? I don't know. <laughs> Cast your mind back to 2018. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say something like, I don't know, Brazil? No. That was poor. Italy? No. Spain? No. You're getting closer. Portugal? No. no that's not a word. <laughs> Germany? No. <laughs> You're running out of European countries. It's France. <coughs> Excuse me. 
<laughs> it's, uh, it's France. They're the current oh, world champions. Wow. Beat Croatia last time round. But cast your mind back to 1930. I mean, I didn't have a chance at last year's. <laughs> last time. <laughs> Who won the first ever World Cup? Who won the first? England. No. England. No. America. No. I, I don't know. Uruguay. I know. In, ah. in 1930. Maradona's that, not that old, is he? No, that was like the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm useless at this. Any football fans will absolutely livid at my yeah. answers. <laughs> so we're north for two. Here we go. See if Come we can on. pull it back. Which player, I'll give you a clue, which German player... It's not helped. Holds, <laughs> holds the record for scoring the most goals at World Cups. That's a collective of World Cups, not just at one tournament. Uh, Robin. The Dutch winger, Iron Robin. <laughs> uh, no, I have a, no idea. A German striker. Is Lewandowski German? No. Plays in Germany, but it is Miroslav Klose. Honestly, I, I don't know. Who's, Chicken legend. Give me, give me a choice of three. Multiple choice. I've given you the answer. 50-50. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Miroslav Klose. What did you think I was telling you there? <laughs> Move a bit closer. <laughs> That's amazing. I thought we were sitting quite close to the mic. <laughs> have you, uh, have, have your kids got uh, football kits? Um, no, not this time round. But they have done previously? Yeah, last time Luke had, a, he had an England shirt, he had an Italy shirt. Wow. Yeah. That's a question. Who do you support in the World Cup? I support Italy. I can't say I'm too bothered about international football. <laughs> like, Italy aren't in this one, and I'm, I'm not fussed. Are they not? No, if they were in it, I think I'd be like, wee. <laughs> but um, I'm just happy to, to watch a bit of football during the daytime. I mean, I'm learning lots about it. Everyone around me loves the World Cup. And I'm just happy just to sit there. And that's from my opinion. And just like we've experienced, not a lot comes out. <laughs> Steven Gerrard. Love Stevie G. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but now you can say, Miroslav Klose. I'm not going to remember that I'm going to be honest and all the Germans will just inch a bit nearer yeah. to you <laughs> should we move on from football talk please how's your week been oh I have been struck down have you the man flu you can tell now I know yeah you sound you, you in a bit you can hear it in my coughs and my talk in my <laughs> general appearance I don't know Every time I mention man flu to my wife, she's like, oh, takes the mix. She's like, oh, yeah, of course, it's really bad. Yeah, it's, but it is. It is. It is really bad. It's a serious condition. I was bedridden <laughs> for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've, I've been feeling just rough. Like winter is setting in in the UK mm. and the change of seasons got, it's got everyone with colds and flus. Yeah, and, seasonal disorder. Yeah, <laughs> but just... I think as well like with my daughter going to nursery they pick they bring back everything yeah and like when you've not had a lot of sleep anyway then getting ill on top of that absolutely ruins you and so that's another thing I've not been getting lots of sleep yeah it has been horrific for sleep this past two weeks last night Noah that's my daughter was up six times six times between what time and what time from when we went to bed oh, so between no kind of half 10 and then 6.30 a.m. Jeez. Yeah. That's rough. It is rough. 
That is. So I'm feeling a bit sorry for myself today. So you should be. And every day this week. <laughs> <laughs> Retrospectively sorry for myself. Yeah. If you're just joining us, welcome to the pity party. <laughs> How's your week been, John? I had, do you know what? I had one of those, I've just got a power through weeks. So last weekend, um, it's my dad's birthday actually. And, um, Happy birthday. Yeah, shout out Big Mick. And um, I was just, I was just shattered. I was just absolutely gone. And, and that's how the week kind of started. That's, that was Sunday. And then we weren't getting much good sleep. Um, I had a big, a big old deadline for work today, which I got in <laughs> as you were here setting up. Um, yeah, so just a lot going on. And it was just one of those, you've got to power through. Like I'm yeah. shattered, but you've got no choice but to, to crack on and get on with it because life, life goes on. Um, so yeah, that all kind of culminated in a bit of a grumpy Saturday for me. And you know, like when you're in, I can't, you're in one of those, not, you're not in a mood, but you're just in a state where like every cry just kind of annoys you yeah. more than it normally would. Yeah. There's no sympathy. It's not like, oh, you know, what's going on? It's like, what's going on now? Kind of thing. So <laughs> I was in one of those moods on Saturday and re- trying really hard not to take it out on mm. anybody around me, including the kids. And then Sunday, just had a bit of a lovely moment with the kids which just made it all worthwhile. Oh. So we were, we went to a princess party. Nice. Did yeah. you dress up? I didn't. <laughs> but that is why I missed the first game of the World Cup because I was at a princess <laughs> party. That's my life now. And um, my little boy was dressed up as Buzz. My little girl was dressed up as a, a princess. Lovely. And we were in the car and he just looked across at her and he went, you're so beautiful, my. Oh. oh. <laughs> and she looked across at him and she went, ta. <laughs> that's amazing I just like grabbed my wife's hand my wife just started crying straight away we were both just so tired and a bit a bit like stressed out oh, amazing. and then like just one of those moments where it's like oh, do you know what you are the best <laughs> it gets you doesn't it it does and there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with shedding a tear <laughs> in fact I've done that this last two weeks yeah just, just for moments yeah just like when you're tired and you're like you're proud of your kids anything will set you off what set me off this week was uh, she learned to say, I wonder if. So she was asking me a question and she went, I wonder if y- you would come upstairs with me. <laughs> That's so cute. And I looked at my wife, I was like, who's taught that? And I just, I lost it. <laughs> it was just so cute. <laughs> I can't say I've cried at anything like that. <laughs> it's not even like amazing. It's just like, I was just, oh, you're an it's actual just, person. That's a nice way of wording that, that question. <laughs> Lovely phrasing. <laughs> great enunciation <laughs> so yeah that was uh, that was my week this week but we're off to a flyer and I think there's something wonderful about um, a three year old boy attending a princess party dressed as Buzz Lightyear <laughs> I think it was he was one of two boys that were there and um, they, they had a game of musical statues that's the one where you stop isn't it when the music's yeah. up and um all these girls were dancing and one of the girls quite obviously goes to ballet class and she was just kind of gliding across the, the room. My little boy's just like break dancing. <laughs> he's just jumping from different, he's not walking or dancing, he's jumping and then he's on the floor, his legs are all over the place. All these little girls dressed up as princesses and you've got this lad who's causing a ruckus, <laughs> cutting shapes. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I was well proud of him. Oh, it's amazing. I love like... When you see them like learn new dance moves, it's just it's hilarious. But also, yeah. I record it all the time, <laughs> even though I've got the same video. <laughs> I've got like a hundred of the same dance moves. 
I'm like that with pictures of my kids with food all over their face. I've just got so many pictures of my kids with bolognese all over their face. <laughs> it's like, I don't need another one, but I'll take it anyway. Oh, wow. This The past two weeks, actually, I think we've kind of crossed over, we assume, into like a new, like, developmental phase. Like, so now it's two and a half now. And it's like, we think we are now experiencing again, a new phase of the terrible twos. Mm. She's just more opinionated. She's just throwing tantrums when we're like telling her no. And like, she's developing more of an opinion. And my wife has this thing that, you know, a lot of people like, you can hear people complain about their kids or like when they develop it, like it recesses a little bit. Up until now, my wife has always been like, every time she develops, I just love her even more. Mm. This time she went, she's developed and I don't like it. <laughs> she's becoming like a, a teenager. I don't even know if that's a word. A three-nager is a word. A three-nager is, but a teenager. I heard that for the first time last week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Three-nager. I've, I've heard that one before. I didn't think it started as much as two. Um, but it's the, she's not just learned to say no. She knows what it means now and she mm. has her own opinion. Yeah. And it's trying to let her understand that she's not always in charge of what she needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is becoming difficult. <laughs> it's funny because you want them to be their own person and be independent, but then do exactly what you say. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's, that's part of it. And so we've got like, we think about like disciplined toddlers. That's a whole difficult area to navigate anyway. Yeah. We use the naughty step endorsed by Super Nanny as <laughs> we're a big fan. But there's certain things which will get you straight onto the naughty step. No pre-warning. Just she knows that if she does that, straight on the naughty step. One of those things is biting yep. um, or throwing hard objects. <laughs> so we spent a lot of time teaching her what's hard, what's soft. And if it's soft, yeah, you can throw it. Like a teddy bear a cushion, sure. <laughs> she can't throw a cushion hard enough yet. <laughs> but if it's hard, she can't throw it. That's right. And so she threw um, or dr- dropped forcefully on purpose a glass oh and it was because I told her that she couldn't have another snack and so she rebelled and I don't know where she's got this from but she literally like had this little tantrum so straight in the naughty step she only sits on for two minutes it took us 45 minutes to get two minutes out of her yeah every time you put her down and you walked around the corner she would stand straight back up and just run at you smiling and it's like, you've you got to try and not laugh, but it's not a game, it's discipline. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like constant, constant, constant. And then me and my wife were just tag teaming. But 45 minutes. That's a long time. Yeah, but now the threat of the naughty step holds a little bit more weight. Because she knows you'll carry through. And it's the, the commitment level. I think she's, she's testing us again. <laughs> so she knows now in her, in her head, <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> I can I can lead them down the path for half an hour, but you can waste their time. Yeah, I've got, I've got nothing else to do. Forty-five minutes too far. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of no, <clears throat> I mentioned on a recent episode that my daughter cries now if I tell her no. So she will tell me no all day. If I say it once to her, she'll cry. We've moved on from that. Oh, she'll now laugh. No, and I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I just be like, no. She turn around, give me a little smile, a little giggle, and I am one of those dads that like, she's got me wrapped around her little yeah. finger. Or she can't even speak, and like, I'll do whatever she tells me to already. But um, yeah, she just turn around and, and give me a smile or a a laugh or a giggle, and I'm just like trying not to melt. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it's so annoying. I think at least when it, you know, when she cried, at least I know the 
the no hit yeah, home. Yeah. But now it's like I've got I've got I'm powerless. <laughs> That's really funny. Like waiting for them to cry to know that the the discipline has hit yeah. home. That's so true though. But you don't you don't want to make them cry. You don't want to make them cry, but you at least know they're understanding. Yeah. What's going on? But when they cry, yeah, you know it's hit home. When they're laughing. That's it. It's a little bit worrying. You've got no leg to stand on. <laughs> so, Jace, we have had uh, some messages in, and we've had some messages from international, international listeners. Get in. So, <laughs> the first one comes from Dan. And uh, this <laughs> he's put, hey, lads, got a real difficult one for you to pronounce. My name's Dan. Haha. <laughs> this is cool. So, Dan is ticking some boxes. I'm an Aussie living in Canada. Now, I've had a look at the stats. Wow. Yeah. Canada's our second most listened to country. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. So shout out the Canadians. You ever been to Canada? No, but I'd love to. Uh, yeah, me too. The, the photos look incredible. Like yeah. Just the nature, oh my word. My wife's got some family in Canada. Oh. And I'd, uh, I'd love to go stay with them and uh, just explore Canada a little bit. See if I can tag along, make it a, a pod trip. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> pod on tour. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm an Aussie. So he's in Aussie. One of my all-time favorite film jokes is dumb and dumber when the woman says i'm from austria and he goes well good day mate <laughs> <laughs> let's put another shrimp on a barbie <laughs> that is a classic film so good so many quotes from that that i just live in my entire life so silly <laughs> so i'm an aussie living in canada with my wife and 18 month old daughter claire Love the pod, very relatable. It's got a daddy issue for us. My daddy issue is work-related, with Claire being in daycare since she was 12 months. And this is what you've just been saying. We've been sick almost every month. Oh, it happens. Picking up the bugs. You can't get away from it. I've used all my sick days at work, and I'm lucky that I have a good manager that can let me work from home when I need to, after Claire, uh, when I need to look after Claire, because she's too sick to go to daycare, or I'm too sick to go to work. Gosh, that's one, isn't it? That's so tough. When they're too ill to go to nursery yeah. or daycare, as uh, Dan's put it, and you've paid for it. That's the kicker. That would take your sickness yeah, to a whole new level. It does. Makes you sick in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost my place. <clears throat> Sorry, Dan. Okay. So I've been getting a bit of flack from my co-workers when I work from home, as I'm the only one in the team who really takes advantage of this. They'll drop an odd comment like, oh, you're away uh, on Teams for two hours. What's with that? when Claire is having a real tough time. How do you deal with the guilt that comes with this? And how do you tell those people to jog on? <laughs> <laughs> the health and happiness of my family is the biggest concern. Thanks again for the real talk on the pod. <coughs> Thank you, Dan, for, for the message. That's a really good message. That's a great message. That's so relatable. Mm. There's quite a few different parts to that as well. Yeah, just trying to pick through it there. Oh, the first bit of like them not being able to go to nursery or daycare, that, that is horrible. Like we've had to do that and Noah's only been going for like a few months, not even that a few weeks. Mm. And it is, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth. It's like, oh, she should be there. And one of you is having to take a day off work to look after them. Yeah. Um, that's, that's tough. But also when you get sick, yeah. Oh man, we've talked about that quite a lot of being like when both of you are down, that's just difficult to manage anyway. But now adding in like the work side of things. Yeah. It's a whole new level, isn't it? When so having a sick day isn't nice anyway. No. But then when you've got kids knocking about and Yeah. But yeah, when you're working from home, well I, I don't know, I don't know what the culture's like over in in Canada, 
But I think here, people are very understanding mm. of, you know, if you've got kids and you're working from home, you're not always going to be on Teams. And I don't know if that's because I work for a good organization where yeah. it is like, they'll just let you manage your time. If you need to have an extra hour lunch, they're going to trust you to make it up somehow. Yeah. But then nobody's checking that you are making it up. I think that's the same from where my wife works as well. Um, they've been incredible at like just helping us navigate childcare stuff. And like, mm. no has been in hospital quite a lot as well. So there's, there's been a lot of times that's happened. But again, that is, her company has a really healthy culture. And like yeah. her managers are so understanding. But again, from the point of she's going to make up the time somewhere, she's going to put the work in. It's difficult when you're like for me I work for myself mm. in a sense so it's like actually and those that I'm accountable to are really understanding it but just work happens around whatever's needed at that time yeah whereas managing navigating colleagues and all that that's so stressful yeah especially that's not part of the culture to work from home because I think especially it might just be in the UK but post COVID it's more like the majority of people want there to be a work from home culture yeah and like a lot of companies are trying to get back to all in the office, but there's a lot of kickback from that. And so it seems to be that people like that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah, where possible, for sure. And then the other thing that um, Dan mentioned was getting a bit of flack from co-workers. And again, I've, I'm really fortunate to have good co-workers, a lot of whom are older parents themselves, so kids that are teenagers or in their 20s mm. that have just been like, you know, we've been there when yeah. I'm shattered and not being able to give my best or I'm apologizing because I'm zoning out in meetings, they're kind of saying, you know, we've been there, it's fine, like we know. So that's been quite fortunate for me. Love the bit, how do you tell them to jog on? <laughs> <laughs> Might have a little uh, little tip here as well. Oh yeah, go on. It's not a top tool, I'm gonna keep the secret just between you and me and Dan and the listeners. In Canada. <laughs> I believe that on Teams, if you've got a YouTube video playing, it keeps teams active. Does it? Don't quote me on it, but there's plenty of 24-hour music streams on YouTube. Someone let us which know. Which are great to work to. Yeah. <laughs> or just put on all of the podcast videos on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Put the playlist on. Yeah. Play the algorithm. <laughs> but yeah, that's a difficult one. When you, know, when you feel like you're not letting the side down, but you're not doing what you can be doing because of these circumstances out of your control. And it's, it's especially when you have colleagues that maybe don't understand or they're not given the same freedoms yeah. or that's just not the culture, that's really tough. Mm. And I don't, I wouldn't know any other way to say <laughs> jog on other than <laughs> as gracefully as you can, jog on. <laughs> Australians are known for being like, to the point, aren't they, and oh, quite okay. direct. So there you go. But then Can Canadians, they're known for being really nice. So does that Aussie abruptness translate even worse in Canada where everyone's dead nice why are the colleagues not being super nice yeah yeah eh <laughs> that's what Canadians say isn't it eh they do <laughs> but yeah I think you've summed it up really nicely there Dan where you've put um, the health and happiness of my family is my biggest concern that's huge that has to Massive. be it yeah and I think that's I, I genuinely think the world around us is getting more to that place as well and understanding that from especially coming through the past few years everyone's kind of going oh what's really important it's family like that's, that's not one of the most important things um, and yeah so I'd, I'd always always side on what's what's going to benefit my family the most yeah I feel like and I think I've said this before before having kids I would never say no to things yeah I was always worried about letting someone down 
and like I'd never put myself first and like it was a bit of a joke with my friends that I'd, they'd say oh, are you available for this and I'd go oh yeah I might be knowing that I wasn't and I was thinking I don't want to say no like yeah. I'll see what I can do to make myself available and that's the worst answer to give someone that's trying to organise something yeah. <laughs> might be it's like no just tell me yes or no but I was that guy because I didn't want to let people down um, but then since having kids I'm like right just, I'm going to put us first not yeah. me but like us and um, I've uh, I've said no to a few things <laughs> I, I heard something this is, this is like way above my pay grade but I had a good podcast the other day which said a firm no is kinder than an uncommittal yes Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get that on your Instagram story. <laughs> nice little background. Put, put my name by it. Steal the quote. <laughs> <laughs> little sunset picture and a, a quote. No, that's good. Thank you, Dan, for your message. And we've got another message from Tyler in New Zealand. Tyler. And Tyler says this. He says, howdy there. Howdy. Howdy, Tyler. Tyler from New Zealand here. If you take the little ones out by yourself, has anyone ever told you, oh, babysitting for mum today? How do you re how do you react if you react? I'm fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home dad and there are quite a few old people around us that say this to me. It's tiring. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> that with my... <laughs> I hate it so much that with my wife's permission, I tell the strangers that my wife has passed away. <laughs> they turn bone white. <laughs> sure they do. Anyways, love the pod. Helps me get through the rough days. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh my word. I mean, that's a great response. That is, with your wife's permission, that is a great response. <laughs> Well, I think Em, em mentioned that when she was on the pod, didn't she? Yeah. That yeah. like babysitting your own children it's isn't a, a thing. It's a big one that she hates. Mm. Have you yeah. ever had it? Yeah. So actually me and a couple of my mates one Saturday morning, all our wives would, I don't know if they were busy with each other, but they're all busy. So all the lads met up with the kids mm. and we just took them for a walk on the park. And uh, this old lady was like, oh, so good to see dads looking after the after their kids and it wasn't like a babysitting thing but it was like you're you're not commenting on mums yeah looking after kids and yeah. she was being encouraging to be fair so maybe I'm being a bit disingenuous but it was like yeah we're just looking after our kids like <laughs> what else do you want us to do <laughs> and so I've had it a few times because in the week there's a lot of like community groups that I'll visit and stuff like that and there's so often I'll I'll get oh tell Emily she can come along with the little one and I'm like she's working yeah <laughs> what, what do you think we get we're able to just live off one salary nowadays <laughs> we're not rolling in it <laughs> yeah it's it's a funny one isn't it I, I don't have two I don't think I've ever been asked are you babysitting yeah. the kids out in public by strangers I feel like maybe some friends would have said it jokingly yeah that have got kids themselves um, but yeah I, I think the whole telling someone that your wife's passed away is amazing <laughs> and it, to be fair like if you think about it it's literally just especially in England it's one generation or mm. at least it might be the same it's one generation ago it was so common for one parent to be the sole carer yeah literally my mum and dad's generation they were uncommon to both be working full time with kids and it's mad to see how much things have changed and yet like it's amazing like we, there's a much better culture where dads and people expect both parents to be fully involved 
Like, I don't understand how you could do that any other way. But I'm I'm glad that's now the expectation and not the other way around. Yeah. But it's just, it is crazy to think how, especially if you look back like, to the 1920s, of like the complete expectations on on men and women of like what what did men do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they didn't get involved, did they? <laughs> well, I don't know. I wasn't around. <laughs> They're all watching Uruguay win the first World Cup. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Well, on that front, we had a, an opening question coming from a mutual friend of ours, Ooh. DJ Baxter. DJ Baxter. Shout out, Sean. And he said, uh, if you were to swap roles with your wife, swap position with your wife for a day, what one thing would you like not want to do what thing would I not want to do yeah what role would you want to do the least and one came to mind straight away for me go on so when my little boy was first teething and first walking he stumbled over to me and he put his head on my chest and I was like oh this is so nice and I just felt a burn <laughs> a burning <laughs> sensation on my nipple <laughs> And he, he bit into my nipple through my top and I had like two little teeth marks on the oh. top and one on the bottom. You know. <laughs> and I have never felt pain like it. And I'm not joking. I've never felt pain. I've dislocated a shoulder and I've never felt pain like the biting of the nipple. So oh, the word. one thing I would not want to do, especially if your children have teeth, is breastfeed. Did he, did he draw blood? Drew milk. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He he bit that hard. He bit that hard. He drew milk. <laughs> no, yeah, he did. He drew blood. Wow. It was horrible. It was the worst pain I've ever felt. Wow. It was, it was burning. It was, it was, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Wow. It was horrible. So I would not want to breastfeed. I don't know how um, women that have got kids with teeth. <sighs> And I know it's like what they do and, yeah. it, you know, you're comfortable and you you know your routine. I, I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be on board after that one experience of getting bit on the nipple. Here's a fun fact for you. Around the world, 
Oh, yeah? it's, it's not as common in the UK, but around the world, the average age that a child stops breastfeeding, go and have a guess. It's Up in, to. I feel like this is going to be high now. How, well, might be. I'm going to go four. Spot on. Is it? Yeah. I'll get in. Yeah. <laughs> Usually in the West, it's a lot lower, but around the world, it's up to four years old. Don't they start school at four? In this country, yeah. Just l- lunchtime or the mums. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose if you could keep producing it to that, cause it's really healthy, nutritious and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. And I think like the question, like it, for me, it's a bit of an odd one to think about because when you think of like roles that you each play, now I would say we're fairly similar but there are certainly roles that I can't fulfill not being the mum. Yeah, yeah. And like, so Eb doesn't breastfeed or anything like that anymore. <laughs> However, there are still certain attributes which, or things where actually requires mum when it doesn't require dad. Um, and that could be emotional, could be just hormonal. I, I don't know the answer. I certainly w- wouldn't want to give birth <sighs> or carry the baby, anything like that. <laughs> no. So if you swap roles, no, thank you. No, <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> So thank you, uh, DJ Baxter, and thank you, Tyler, in New Zealand. Did you know New Zealand is officially the furthest country away? From us? From us. Wow. So uh, we've hit the furthest corner of the world there. Wow. There we go. That's, that's cool, isn't <laughs> thank it? Thank you, Tyler, for making that happen. <laughs> and speaking of giving birth, so last week on the pod, Dan Hudson was our special guest. Yes. want to say a massive congratulations oh, to yeah. Dan, who had their little baby girl last week. It was in the photo. Yeah. Oh, so so cute. cute. So cute. So um I went on WhatsApp uh, before we released the um yeah. the podcast episode. So I'll send the link to Dan and it said last seen at 323. I thought he's had the baby, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so massive congratulations to to Dan and Maddie. Can't wait to get Dan back on. Oh, I'll be really I'm really looking forward to hearing the the absolute joys and the dreams that have been shattered. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> a bit savage. A little bit. <laughs> and the final message uh, comes from Chris. And this is a really practical one. It says, hi, Jordan. Hi, Jason. Absolutely love the podcast and is a great listen after a long day at work. Thank you, Chris. Uh, one of my recent parents in stresses is how to get my two-year-old to brush her teeth without stropping or saying no. Any top tools, please? Oh, I've got a top tool. You've got a two-year-old. Top tool. Top tool. We didn't get quite there. It's all right. We'll do it in three-part <laughs> harmony next time with two of us. <laughs> so we struggled with the same same thing. We've been there. We we were there. And uh, you've probably got better tips because I think uh, your son likes brushing his teeth more than no one likes brushing her teeth. Oh, there's a story. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll get to it. Oh, so anyway, our tip was to make it into a game. Nice. But by there's a there's a song that we play called the brush your teeth song, which is two minutes long. Yeah, and so now she has to brush her teeth until the song stops. Yeah, that's it. It started off for the first like few weeks where she just wasn't. She just had the toothbrush in her mouth. That was a win. That that <laughs> honestly that was a win. And then we just try and get a few scrubs in. Yeah. Now she loves it. Amazing. Yeah. So that's that's our top. Turn it into a game. Make it fun. Get a song on. That was ours as well. So really? we yeah, what songs did you use? The, the brush your teeth song. That was literally cool. <laughs> so we've got um, we used a Hey Dougie one. Oh, okay, you know from CBBS Hey Dougie. I've not seen it, but I've heard of this elusive Dougie. Yeah, it's a good one. Good um, good color palette on yes. Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a yeah Hey Dougie toothbrush song, two minutes long. Nice. And it's the same. So uh, we did that for a little while. 
got him used to brushing his teeth and then every now and again if you leave the phone downstairs like we're, we're way past that now he's, he's three but um, if, you lift, if you would leave the phone downstairs he's used to brushing his teeth for yeah. two minutes little things as well like getting him a toothbrush with lights on nice. and it would like the light would go off after two minutes uh, he's currently got a Thomas the Tank Engine toothbrush with a green orange and red light and wow. then when it goes through all three it's like a disco yeah <laughs> Shout out BNM. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, little little things like that, which um, just kind of made it fun. And the Hey Dougie one is a bit of a tune. Can't lie. How does it go? Give us a little taste. Little <laughs> brush them like this. Chugga 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 cha. <laughs> round and round. Chugga 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 cha. Mates, absolute, absolute tune. So there's a the top tool. Pick a song which doesn't annoy you. Yeah, there's other things as well, like. Um, like little two minute adventure games and, and stuff yeah. like that where it's like minions chasing bananas or whatever and it's two minutes long so that was a really good introduction and then you can start to phase out the phone which worked really well for us yeah and I I think this might be a bit controversial I think at two years old they start to begin bribery <laughs> brush your teeth I'll give you some chocolate <laughs> just undo <laughs> counterproductive there undo all the work <laughs> but we uh, we considered putting it on the sticker chart yeah but actually we left that one off because it was like there was just no negotiation shouldn't we're like oh she can't get rewarded for doing something she needs to do yeah and also that would make us skint so we were the opposite <laughs> <laughs> but because she was already kind of there it was like let's leave it off yeah well so the thing that happened recently was a classic thing of like toddlers just being a bit mental and just it makes no sense to me what's going on so um put the i was brushing my little boy's teeth put the toothpaste on the toothbrush as you do and he's going it's got blue on it it's got blue on it I don't want it it's got blue on it I'm like what's got what's got blue on it he went toothpaste got blue on it and you know how toothpaste is white with red and blue yeah, stripes yeah. had a blue stripe we'd been using this toothpaste for months <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know why all of a sudden this one night there was an issue with the toothpaste having a bit of blue oh it doesn't like blue but he cried he wanted me to get the, the blue toothpaste off. And I was going, mate, it's the same every day. Like the blue is always there. It's, it's part of the toothpaste. I don't want the blue, take it off. I'm like, I can't take it off. <laughs> so now what I've started to do is if the, there's a little bit of blue, like try and blend it in a little bit so he doesn't see it. But <laughs> it's just one of those. I'm like, what is going on? We've used this for months. Why is it, <laughs> why is it a problem? It? Like they like just pick things that they just don't like, like all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah, it's really difficult to navigate as well because they're just they're so adamant. Yeah, it's like the whole thing of what do you want to eat tonight. Yeah, like oh we're having pasta tonight. Yeah, and like you sit down, you give them the pasta. Don't want pasta. Yeah, and you're just like, give me give me a break. Yeah, <laughs> what's wrong? So our, our daughter's going through a phase of in the morning she either has toast or like porridge or something, and uh, for some reason there was one morning I came down run out of bread and she really wanted toast, mm. so we made bread roll toast. Get a bread roll improvisation there we yep. go but now she specifically wants bread roll toast <laughs> so we did it this morning <laughs> made a bread roll toast we had normal bread that she could eat because it had no soy in it there's an issue yep um, and must have made it she was like I don't like it daddy it's all crust it's like it's a bread roll it's the same thing you've been eating for the past like three weeks today she doesn't like bread roll toast so that's another one off the list quite often me and my wife would just look at each other and go toddlers <laughs> it just makes no sense sometimes <laughs> they don't you just gotta power through 
we had um, last week we had pasta with um, like a mascarpone stir through sauce if you're an Aldi shopper Maybe it's amazing mm. it's all I've little, seen it. I know what little it is. pot orange thing yeah uh, it's really nice mm. little boy loves it last week he didn't love it <laughs> he's going I don't want it orange I'm like but the sauce is on it like there's nothing we can do <laughs> my wife goes right I'll get some off for you so took a little bite of his pasta so the rest has still got the sauce on yeah just ate it like what <laughs> so she said right give me the next bit and she just put it to the side of her mouth didn't touch it here you go he ate it fine so, <laughs> it's like toddlers man <laughs> you just can't Mind read games. them Mind honestly games. just when you think you figured them out so yeah thank you Chris give, the, give one of those a, a try I'd recommend those yeah, let us know how you get on and if you find any other tips um, Joel I've got a bit of a daddy issue I don't want to jump right into it so. let loose I'd like to hear your opinion because I was outraged <laughs> I was actually mad I was, I was actually mad I, I, was, I was I was triggered <laughs> I was <laughs> by uh, least of all Peppa Pig oh yeah and we've, had mixed, we've had mixed opinions on Peppa Pig on this podcast welcome to the club some love it some hate it I uh, sometimes like it, sometimes detest it. <laughs> I'm going to put a poll on Instagram. <laughs> so, let me just paint the scene. I'm sat there watching Peppa Pig with my daughter. She's two years old. Very impressionable. <laughs> Anything that she hears or sees, she'll replicate. That's what kids do, isn't it? Yep. But also is that they're learning what's right and wrong, but also learning things about the world of what you should and shouldn't do. And so Peppa Pig comes on and there's an episode about football. I thought, oh, brilliant. I've, I've, we've been, I've been trying to get her to football already. Like she knows how to dribble. Yeah. And not just from her mouth. <laughs> Classic. There we go. <laughs> World Cup fever. <laughs> anyway, if you know Peppa Pig, if you don't, it's the, the babies, her, bro- her baby brother George mm. and his friends versus Peppa and her friends. So there's an age gap there. Peppa and her friends are older. And uh, the whole premise is girls don't know how to play football and so George and his friends which can barely talk beat Pepper and her friends at football and the only way that Pepper's friends win is they pick up the ball and run with it the whole pitch it's a foul it's a foul of course it's a foul Humble. I was this, this thing I know it sounds really petty but it made me livid because from my perspective that is teaching my two year old daughter that football is not for girls and that boys are better than girls at football which I, I gotta say, I've met some women that are incredible at football. In fact, I, I've got some, I, I run a little youth group in my church and there's some girls that are like 11 years old. They're phenomenal. But one thing that got me really upset is that they said to me that in their school, they've got a boys team and a girls team, but the teachers and the coaches don't expect as much from the girls. Mm. And so the team doesn't do as well because they're not putting the same expectation on them. Right. And it got me really, that's probably why this got me so vexed. Cause it's like, I'm not really like buying into like gender norms and all of that sort of stuff. Like, or colors, like my daughter, she can like pink, she can like blue. I don't really care. And like football, she can like football. She doesn't have to like football. Um, my wife hates sport. She hates all of it, but her mum <clears> loves <throat> it. Yeah. And so like, I'm not, not really bothered. Every kid's different, but just to teach that like boys are better at girls than football might be true might not be true but just the the representation for me I thought was irresponsible for a kids show when they're teaching kids what's like right and wrong inadvertently yeah 
and I think no loads of people have had problems with I can't remember that show where the kid's like really naughty um, there's like a little just, uh, oh, bing yeah oh. and like, people have got problems with that just because oh. it's really naughty and it's teaching kids like it's okay to be naughty or bing and like I know it's I know it's really small and I'm being really over dramatic about it but it actually got me mad um, because it's like I just want to I want to make sure that if my daughter wants to do something in life that the only thing holding her back is her own ability and not this preconceived idea that oh I can't do that because that's only for X, Y or Z it's sowing the seed pretty early isn't it yeah I yeah. think so yeah it is and I'm I'm of the same so like I've got a daughter now I've got a son as well hmm. if she wants to play football she can play football I think <laughs> so as you were talking then I had a little giggle because <laughs> the thing that annoyed me more was that you're teaching toddlers <laughs> to pick up the ball <laughs> It's a handball. So when you said, oh, you're teaching, you know, kids that girls aren't as good as boys. My initial thing was, you're teaching them to pick up the football. <laughs> and that annoyed me more. <laughs> but in the episode, the only way the girl team won was to play with the adults. And then the um, adults let them win. Yeah, and that made me even more annoyed. Yeah. So I've seen a thing recently. Um, oh, it was a video, and you probably search it on YouTube, um, where this these girls got asked to throw like a girl. Yeah. They said, can you throw like a girl? And they would like go right, really limp and do a lame throw. And then they showed them a clip of like female athletes and female scientists and stuff. And then they said, now throw like a girl. And these girls were like, posture of chain, shoulders back, strong, like just launching this ball. Hmm. And you're not, you're not helping them out yeah. by feeding those stereotypes that early. Yeah. Even if you didn't mean it and that but then you get onto a whole debate of actually have they just thought you know we'll we'll let George's team win for this episode because they're younger potentially do you have to double guess everything but Pepper's got boyfriends as well not as in boyfriends go on Pepper friends that are boys oi, oi, Pepper <laughs> <laughs> salt and pepper <laughs> and that's that's the thing it's just what what I think I'm mindful of is that like people that run these shows like they have a huge platform and that should come with like the responsibility to just ask those simple questions of what is this portraying mm. and like obviously they're making a cartoon at the end of the day it's not not the be all and end all but still we've talked about it before Peppa Pig and that is addictive mm. and it's it is influential and that comes with responsibility and like absolutely you can get into the other debate of men and women's roles in the future and all that sort of stuff <laughs> that's not our area to comment on we're not clever enough no nope. But just the simple things like actually girls can play football quite well. If you just have the rules, they can play. <laughs> yeah. And if they handball it, red card, sit down. <laughs> yeah. There was a girl at school um, who was the best at football by far. She was amazing. And it was like, as lads, we were like, right, I'll tackle her. <laughs> and you go and you take your turn and one by one, you just come back having failed. <laughs> and, and, I, and I get it. Like it's, it is fairly new, like women's football as well as now like especially in England, in England it's getting like more represent, rep, rep, a reputation a bigger reputation mm. than it has before and yeah I know it's I understand it's growing and typically uh, lads will play football and girls might do something else but it's just that it made me kind of sit back and go what are the unconscious things that we're putting onto our kids which are unnecessary yeah and it's just yeah it may probably the lack of sleep got me as <laughs> as mad as well <laughs> hang on a second <laughs> George can barely walk <laughs> but no we haven't banned Peppa Pig from the house <laughs> no we've, we're still swerving it we're still swerving it um, 
we were talking about this yesterday actually we were talking about like what do we have different expectations for our kids with one being a boy one being a girl because hmm. we were talking about how Dan said about being protective and yeah. feeling protective and you said the same and I think because we had a boy first we kind of knew what to expect and our, we weren't we didn't know what we were having with the girl so we didn't have all those feelings in the build up of I'm going to protect her it's like one we're dealing with a little boy already mm. so like you, you kind of your focus is on him a lot of the time and then secondly we didn't know what we were having and then when she was born she wasn't breathing so like all the expectations were yeah. thrown out of the window um, but I said and I've always said this I want my son to be kind because typically not all men but like men aren't as kind as women mm. and I want my little girl to be brave because typically women aren't as outgoing and as forthcoming and as brave as men are in certain situations. So I want, I want them to like bridge those gaps. Yeah. I would, I would love to have people talk about my boy and say, he's just so kind to people. And people talk about my girl and say, she's just so brave. Yeah. And I would love that in the future. Mm. And if that means that she plays football, she's slapping him in top bins, game on. <laughs> if, do you know what, if, and if not, that's fine. It's the same for him. And, and it's so important because it's like, I mean, my daughter, she, she loves ballet. She probably doesn't even like football that much at the moment, but I'm trying to egg her on a little bit more. <laughs> but there's, men and women do respond differently to things and have different needs. I, I work with a lot of lot of people, especially like vulnerable people, and the way you treat men and women vastly is actually, generally it's the same, but the nuances are very different. Yeah, And it's understanding that in parenting is huge. Like it is that the needs are different, but as well, they change depending on each child. It's mm. not just boy and girl. There's loads of different circumstances that are involved in that. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, that I don't want the limitations to be like superficial ones. I'm okay with real ones. Like yeah. if you're not good at it, you're not good at it. Let's not lie. Yeah. Not everyone gets a, w a medal. <laughs> not everyone's a winner. <laughs> not about that. <laughs> yeah. But like if it's something that she can't do, sure, she can't do it. But if it's just superficial and cultural, I'm like, I get a little bit triggered. Yeah. It's like if people go, oh, do you know, what if, what if your boy says to you, you want to turn around and dance? And he wants to do dancing. I'm like, well, I've seen him dance. <laughs> and that's not a concern. <laughs> but then if, if, if it is, look where Tom Holland's got. Look at Tom Holland. What a guy. Channing Tatum. Exactly. That guy off Strictly. <laughs> Anton <laughs> Anton Dubek Anton Dubek <laughs> Do you watch Strictly? No No I don't watch Strictly No I, I try to I know who Anton Dubek is Or at least I've heard of him I just haven't got time If you chose anybody else I'd have just Not connected I just find it weird That they like Touch each other all the time Well there, isn't there like a, a really weird Like Strictly effect Yeah Of people they that go just, on there And just have affairs With their partners yeah. But I think like They finish dancing and they stand there like with their arms around each other. Then they go sit down and they sit on each other's laps. I'm like, you've stopped dancing now. <laughs> you don't need to lift her up on the sofa. What? You don't need to put your hand on her leg. <laughs> I, I just find it a bit odd. She can climb there by herself. Yeah. Just like, wh why? You haven't got to hold each other's hands when you sat down having your interview. It's just, odd, it's just odd to me. But I would, I would love to hear people's opinions just on this matter and stuff that they've encountered like in their own lives even the, the things of like I get annoyed when I go into 
shops and clothing is like really badly like for girls just pink and princessy mm. sometimes I just want a really cool black jumper for my daughter and I, I find it so annoying that some of the best clothes are usually in the boys section <laughs> <laughs> we've bought a boys clothes before that's our way around it but yeah. I would love just to hear people's opinions and actually just their own experiences and even positive ones yeah I mean, a little bit of hope <laughs> we need hope so if you want to send us a question please do at parenting tools pod on instagram and tiktok and if you want to send us an email please do at parenting tools pod at gmail.com and do you know what i'd really like to have we've not had it for a while what a listener voice noted question oh yes send us your questions via voice note because <laughs> we love them it's we been a do. while <laughs> amazing so thank you for for listening to to this week's episode jace i hope you're feeling better next week oh i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit mainly because we're recording the episode in a minute <laughs> <laughs> anyway hope you have a great week thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.